want me to do another autopsy? And why do I have to do it right now? I just spent hours on my feet doing an autopsy, all for you. I do it all for you, Mulder. You know, I haven't eaten since 6 o'clock this morning, and all that was was half of a cream cheese bagel, and it wasn't even real cream cheese. It was light cream cheese. And now you want me to run off and do another autopsy? Welcome to Condensed Truth, the Essential X-Files podcast. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm Laura. And this week we have a returning guest, Tori. Welcome back, Tori. Hi. Happy to be back again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we are talking The Man, the Myth, the Legend, Season 5, Episode 12, Bad Blood. This episode aired February 22nd, 1998. It was written by Vince Gillian. And directed by Cliff Bull, who directed Small Potatoes as well, I believe. The plot of this episode is that Mulder and Scully take turns recounting their versions of an incident where Mulder kills a teen who he believes is a vampire. <laughs> Comedy ensues as we see how they view each other and themselves through their retellings. Plus, both of them turn out to be right for once. <laughs> This is Jillian's favorite episode. This is the only episode she remembers. Uh, <laughs> Very based in that. <laughs> she, she did an AMA where someone asked her what it was and what her favorite episode of The X-Files was. And she, she just says, in all caps, bad blood. How many fucking times do I have to say? <laughs> uh <laughs> At least it's this and not, like, that space episode from season one or something. You know? At least it's a good episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She needs repeating. Yeah. Yeah, like, she shows her. I, like, I don't know what David's is. Um, I think in the AMA, she jokingly said that she said that he loves all the ones that he wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even tell you which ones he wrote. How many did he write? He helped some stories for, like, mythologies in the first couple seasons. Mm-hmm. But once he, like, wrote by himself were... Uh, uh, Hollywood AD and The oh, Natural, okay. which is one of my absolute favorite. Those are actually pretty good. The, the man writes some <laughs> bangers. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> so Vince had an episode that he needed to write, and he was trying to write one that was like really convoluted, and it involved um, doing like a spoof on unsolved mysteries. <laughs> Similar to like what cool. he does with X cops. I, I, exactly. I actually love the like, idea. Yeah, I trust his vision, but he just couldn't nail it, and so he kind of gave up. And he was very desperate, and so he was talking to Frank Spotnitz, and they ended up talking about this old Dick Van Dyke episode, the night the roof fell in, where they have a fight and they retell the sides of the fight. And he kind of rolled with it, and he just chose, like, a really simple monster, a vampire. Everybody knows the rules mm-hmm. of the vampires. And then just kind of ran with it. <laughs> and it's a great episode. It's super fun. <laughs> so we open on a dark field, and the kid is running. And there's a kid running and screaming for help. And we are in Cheney, Texas, which... A little peek behind the curtain. I did fuck up the first five minutes of those recordings for re-recording it. So now I can tell you that apparently this is a real city. It is a real city. It is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but he said south, and you're telling me it's like it's like south west of it, west of like Fort Worth. I'm looking now. Okay. 
If like anyone knows <laughs> See, where like Stephenville is, it's like it's like between Stephenville and Abilene, but like northeastish of Abilene. So it's like yeah, it's very okay. weird placement. Yeah, because I was thinking he said south, like fifty miles south. So I was thinking like Waxahachie or right. Where was that? Um, what was that pie place we went to that one time? The, That's like, really racist one. Hiko, yeah. Okay, that really racist pie place. Yeah, they have good pie, but it is a very <laughs> racist else. establishment. They have like blackface salt, salt and pepper shakers. shakers. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's also and, it, and the name of it is yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the if, spelling if of it, I guess who, I should say. People who didn't grow up in the American South may or may not know this, but the clan hideouts, they would name their restaurants like, like very obvious Cali's Country Kitchen with everything oh, spelled with K's. Okay, okay. And so this was, uh, it was something country restaurant and cafe. It, like, they it was, clearly changed it so it stopped being, like, KKK. It was the the coffee cup cafe, but, like, cafe <laughs> was spelled with a C. And so, like, they changed. But that's, like, the only chain. <laughs> not to put it. I think. Not to put it on blast. And restaurant? But, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was thinking just this kind of Texas. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's kind yeah. of the vibes I get from like the Stephenville area. If yeah, anyone's from that, it's very is, yeah, same. country, same. very uh, yeah, yeah. I went camping recently, and I was camping outside Jasper, which is most well known to me as like lynching a black man in 1998. Yikes! And and I was telling my coworker, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I've been there once." The dude next to me at the picnic had a swastika tattoo <laughs> and it's like yeah yeah <laughs> i i don't like to be in that area of texas it's oh, beautiful no. it is full of the worst people in the state. world yeah <laughs> anyway if you're wondering why we keep voting for greg abbott that's why <laughs> oh no <laughs> Ouch, and because everyone keeps real. sending their most conservative like citizens to yep. our state Yep. Like we are getting the dregs of California. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's a real uphill battle. Mm-hmm. So Mulder does stab this kid in the heart with a stake. <laughs> but we don't realize it's Mulder until we hear Scully call for Mulder and then the camera has him turn his head. He's sweaty as hell. <laughs> And so they examine the kid, and he's like, okay, he has vampire teeth, but then Scully removes them. (laughs) (laughs) And Mulder's just like, oh, shh, cut to credits. Such a good cut to credits. It is. It's so good. This is such a good cold open. Like, of all the, like, cold opens where they do, like, in-media res bullshit, like, Mm -hmm. this is the only one that pulls it off. Yeah. Like of all time, because that's one of my least favorite like ways to do a cold open. But mm-hmm. this one, it it's funny though because like the cold open feels like pretty serious, you know. Like I imagine watching this live, you're like, oh shit, and then like you get a bunch of commercials for I don't know, like Golden Corral <laughs> and um, like the Ford Mustang, <laughs> and then you come back and they're like really goofy. Yeah, <laughs> it's honestly a bit incredible. <laughs> I imagine this and then cutting to a commercial for, like, Disney World, you know? How they used to have those, like, <laughs> oh, Disney World mm-hmm. commercials. Yeah. 
The one where it was like the kid sitting on the suitcase to zip mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. Feel like this is airing what? End of February. So like they're getting ready for like the summer season of every all the kids to be out of school. Do they still do like the Super Bowl Disney commercials? I have no clue. When they're like, do what are you doing? You just really. won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Disney I'm World. going to Disney yeah. World. <laughs> yeah, they they don't do that as a ton as uh as much anymore, but I think sometimes they do. Wait. There was this really funny bit where um one of the Fox hosts, the local Fox reporter uh on the field after the Astros won the World Series asking Luis Garcia, he goes, uh, I hear you're a fan of water parks. Uh are you gonna go to a water park to celebrate? And it's like November. <laughs> and he's like, Maybe. <laughs> he's like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, let's go to let's go to Schlitterbahn, which uses actual river water and it's cold as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Just incredible. Uh so Luis, I do hope that you go to a water park in yeah. a seasonal it's tough for them because it's like spring training's in March, season ends in November. It's like wh- when in the fuck are you supposed to like fit in a water park trip? Well, there's indoor water parks now, so maybe he'll go to one of those. Gotta skip work. Yeah, don't show up to a game or something. I don't know. Just like put me on the IL. I got an injury. I got to go to (laughs) Slitterbun. Mulder and Scully begin to discuss the fact that Mulder did kill a child, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) um, it's it's fun. Like I feel like it works out because he is a vampire. But like, imagine how poorly this would play if like he wasn't a vampire and it would be so really bad. dark drove so bad. through his heart it wasn't like he yeah. shot him in the line of duty <laughs> yeah then the parents deserve to sue for 446 million dollars yeah uh, yeah <laughs> and skinner wants a report in an hour and Mulder's just like it's fine we both know what happened <laughs> It's like, do we? Do we both know what happened? (laughs) And then he's like, wait a minute, let's get our stories straight together. (laughs) That was so funny when he's like, well, tell me what you're going to tell him. And he's like, oh, you want to get our stories straight? (laughs) And he's like, yes, I do. (laughs) They both look really good in this episode, is my first. I will say that, yes. Jillian looks beautiful in this In the basement office, it's like wow. I can see like so many gifs like that I remember mm-hmm. just from this episode. The, the yes, the and the eye roll. Mm-hmm. 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 Even his theory, yeah, yeah. His theory. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like, nor you know how now the sh- the gripe is like shows that are written for you know screen capable moments and everything. It's like you like. If you didn't know this episode came out in 1998, I feel like it kind of feels like that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Maybe not. If you're if you're watching it from a 2022. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, there's great, there's so many great lines in this. Uh, I'm going to so try many. not to just rehash everything, but his great, I did not overreact. Ronnie Strickland is a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and she's like, where's your proof? And he's like, you're my proof. And then she kind of, you know, does her kind of deadpan face. And he's like, okay, hold on. <laughs> I don't want to go to prison, Scully. Like, let's, 
let's figure out what happened. <laughs> so first we get Scully's version of what happened. And the Mulder in this is <laughs> incredible. <laughs> so good. Truly really something else. He is he is like it's it must have been so fun for David Duchovny to like get to play Mulder in this like exaggerated role where he's like just bulldozing his way through every argument they have like being so incredibly annoying cutting her off all the time i feel like this is how Mulder comes off to like most people and that's why most people hate him not me not me <laughs> i i see him me me vince and darren see the real Mulder. We're we are literally like we understand this man. We're like Freud. We are like <laughs> dissecting his brain. <laughs> but yes, you're right. And so I think most people think Scully's telling is like most accurate, which like to be fair, probably. But right. it's funny how like but it's, yeah. she she kind of like doesn't have many of her like like how Mulder plays up like this wounded man mm-hmm. vibe that he has in his story. <laughs> Scully has like a pretty she's pretty similar to how she is in the normal show. Right. Which yeah. is very interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like she she doesn't have these like this pretext about herself, I guess. Like she doesn't see mm-hmm. herself in a totally different way. Other than she was she, in her telly, she is less mean than Mul- to Mulder, you know? Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I did write in my notes his little yeehaw, and then I wrote <laughs> Because I'm just using like a text document, so I just wrote pleading emoji because <laughs> I couldn't use it. <laughs> um, but I just love this. He's very annoying, but that works for me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a complete simp for this man. I like the way that he just like destroys this trash can too. Just like, oh, completely yes. like obliterates <laughs> the the Jimmy McGill of it all. <laughs> yeah, she's like, this is his little fit. <laughs> I love how like expressive he also like Mulder gets to be in her telling too mm-hmm. because um, they're both pretty deadpan. But like when she's just like, mm, I think it's a cult, and I think they use needles to drain him of blood, and he's just like wide eye, like, come on, Scully, <laughs> like that is so ridiculous when <laughs> being a vampire. <laughs> I love, I love how fast he's flipping through this like slideshow too. <laughs> yes, like- how does that grab you? <laughs> incredible so they go to the funeral home in cheney which is abnormally large (laughs) for a population of like 300 people okay my Mm -hmm. question about this is why in the credits is jerry springer credited as like the funeral director or something oh yeah i saw i saw some bit about that where did i see that i didn't even notice that i so i went back and i was like i don't think that's jerry (laughs) no (laughs) No, it was like some. It's other definitely dude, not. But... Jerry Springer would definitely like stand out yeah. in this episode, you know. Exactly. And I was like the poor guy who it is. Like his name does not in the credit. <laughs> Maybe his name is Jerry Springer, and it's just another Jerry Springer. <laughs> no, it's not Jerry Springer. But I don't remember if there was an explanation of why. But that was noted in one of the books I read. But oh, huh, weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe if I remember to look it up, I'll put it in the show notes. But. <laughs> The sheriff walks in, and it's Luke Wilson. King. Baby Luke Wilson. Yeah, so the connection here, first of all, he's from Dallas, mm-hmm. and I have thoughts about his accent in a little, with, with Mulder's <laughs> retelling. 
Luke and Vince Gilligan worked on a movie uh, called Home Fries that came mm-hmm. out in 1998, and it was it filmed in Bastrop, Texas, mm-hmm. which is in Central Texas. This is a piece to me that connects everything. Where like I'm sitting here, like Vince Gilligan is a boy from Virginia. Why does he put Shiner Bach in like all of his shows? <laughs> <laughs> This is why. And I think the answer is because he, he spit like a little bit in Austin and he's like, mm-hmm. damn, this beer's good. So That's it's funny. in like all of his shows. Yeah. <laughs> I did look up Luke Wilson's like filmography because I couldn't remember if this was like before or after Bottle Rocket um, because Bottle mm-hmm. Rocket was shot like outside of Dallas too. And I know that that's like both of the Wilson brothers' first like big roles, um, but it's after Bottle Rocket. Was mm-hmm. that Wes Anderson or no? Mm-hmm. It's Wes Anderson. Is he the neurotic guy one. from Houston? Yes. I think so. Yeah, because this is between Bottle Rocket and Rushmore for Luke Wilson. Yeah. yeah. And Wes Anderson, I guess. But So Scully immediately has a crush on Luke Wilson's character. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Uh, Sheriff Lucius ha- Hartwell. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and Mulder's like, uh, I'm Agent Mulder, and this is uh, oh, no. Agent Scully. <laughs> She like Scully is just like so she's so put upon. She is like, <sighs> I'm an afterthought to this man. Like, this is how she views herself. <laughs> it's just like at the whims of like one of the most annoying men to ever exist. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not totally wrong. No. <laughs> and one of my favorite lines also comes from this scene that I reference a lot, which is uh Mulder's uh come on, Scully, get those little legs moving. <laughs> As a short I, I person, like I felt that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even short, but sometimes I'm walking with my guy friends and they just have a quicker gait and a longer gait and I'm just struggling. <laughs> See, I have a very fast gait, but because it's because I my legs are so small, it's very like short steps. So I have to take more steps to match someone else's like slower but bigger stepped gait, I think is why I walk so fast. But I have definitely been told that my legs are short and they're not long enough. I'm a and tall I person. Quicker. I don't have this. I don't have this issue as a tall person. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like this. A lot of this dialogue, I can. Well, some of this dialogue, I can't really see them saying. But some of this dialogue, I can see Mulder and Scully saying. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they get to say it in like an exaggerated manner is just like really fun. It like yeah. This is an episode that really feels like it rewards the viewer for watching so much of the show. <laughs> By just seeing them like act as if, act like they normally do, but with this kind of comedic bent towards it. And it's fun mm-hmm. to see David and Jillian comedically act because they're really funny. Yeah. And Jillian's always going through it on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And in the previous funny episodes, like sometimes they've been actually funny, but I feel like a lot of the times they've just been witness to the funny, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like humbug they were just pretty much playing it as like they walked into this this weird town and just are genuinely investigating it but this is like them getting to be <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and honestly i think if Mulder's gonna continue to not take a fucking hint they should have let scully fuck luke wilson's character yeah i agree <laughs> before she he revealed that. himself yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
And like it wouldn't have been the first time she fucked a monster anyway, you know. She is kind well. of a monster fucker, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but the other very classic Hartwell bit where he says, You really know your stuff, Dana. Oh. And Mulder takes a chance to interrupt and say, Dana? <laughs> you didn't even know your first name. The go ahead, Dana. <laughs> Oh my god, it's just it's so funny. It's this is such a funny episode. I I was very happy that my neighbor was gone while I was watching this both times because I was like hooting and hollering. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Mulder insists that Scully does an autopsy of this guy. And so she does go to do an autopsy. And I always think of in this scene where she's doing the autopsy, I always think of that blooper where like she's going to say her line and she gets the <laughs> tape recorder and she accidentally presses play and she had previously recorded herself into it. And so it just starts repeating like the lines. <laughs> so she goes to talk and it's just like 4.54 p.m. <laughs> I do love how like over it she is like doing this autopsy. It's It's pretty funny. Also, she definitely weighs a small intestine and calls it a large intestine like, <laughs> in both retellings. And I'm like, the large intestine is not that big. The small intestine's big, though. Oh, yeah. The one that's like spilling out of the scale. Right. And like, she's just like. Very like clearly too long to be the large intestine. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. And her. Great line that I used so much during the freeze because I think I had rewatched the episode <laughs> like right as Texas froze to death mm-hmm. um, is her. 4.54 p.m. Begin autopsy on white male, age 60, who is arguably having a worse time in Texas than I am. Although not by much. <laughs> I wrote that down. I wrote me at the airport last week. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh God! Especially yeah, those DFW. That airport, like it was awful, notoriously awful. It's horrible. The, probably the worst airport this I've ever been to. the monorail, right? <laughs> I don't know. I was I was stuck there. I had no service. I was like abandoned at this no. airport. Yeah, God has forsaken the DFW area. Let's yeah. be real, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's because they have all those defense contractors. Like it's all the finance there. money. It's just like kills your also, soul. Also, you have to like pay there. to get into the airport. There was yeah. like a toll in front of the airport. I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, is there? A toll weird. road, yeah. It was weird. hundred dollars <laughs> later, I got to my to where I need to go. Holy shit. Gosh. So she finishes this autopsy, tired as hell. She sees the dead guy had eaten pizza before he died, and she's like, that sounds good. So she ordered herself a pizza. But unfortunately, <laughs> a certain man... <laughs> insists that she does mm-hmm. another autopsy because they found another dead body. Also, I think I think Vince wrote the uh, line where she says that they were at the Davy Crockett Motor Court and then he corrects her and says they were at the Sam Houston Motor Lodge for me, personally. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny to me. Also, I've never seen this in my life, but this bed that they're at, it like the magic fingers where like, the bed vibrates mm-hmm. for yeah. like 50 cents. I'm like, Honestly, I want to kind of try this. This seems fun. Yeah. <laughs> She's very relaxing. Is it just me? It was interesting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> have you have you tried it before? <laughs> I've never run like, into I don't want to think about what anymore. other people have done in this bed, <laughs> right. but yeah. It seems comfy. It seems like a I 
It seems weird, but kind of fun. Just the line, I just put money in the magic fingers. (laughs) (laughs) So good. She ordered herself a pizza. She put money in the magic fingers. She was at least going to have a night of herself. And then Mulder comes around and insists she goes and does hours more of work. Yeah, yeah. She's rightfully upset. And he wanders in. He's super dirty. (laughs) And she says... Oh, I just put money in the magic fingers. He says, I won't let it go to waste. Jumps on the bed. Starts full of dirt. Laughing. Just disgusting. <laughs> Maniacally <Cackling>. laughing. <laughs> incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible piece of art. I had subtitles on and it said laughing maniacally and then it said cackling. Also, <laughs> They were accurate. Yes. Yes. But we find out that. But uh, this guy was poisoned with chloral hydrate. I also love this scene a lot because, like, they're like, this is like a great pol- platonic MSR episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're just, they're very cute together. They're very close, like, very close friends. And it's it's just a real treat to watch. Like, when you're both insufferable, but you're insufferable to be, like, together, you know? Yeah. Like, your friend does something that annoys the shit out of you, but, like, you're still friends. Yeah. <laughs> But the pizza guy is Ronnie Strickland. So, who is mystery solved? That guy, that actor is from um, Sandlot. He's from the Sandlot. Sandlot. Yeah, he's Ham in the Sandlot. Yes. Yeah, I think I watched like half of the Sandlot and I was like, this fucking sucks. (laughs) And then I turned it off. You don't like the Sandlot? I really recognize him. Oh my gosh. I love the Sandlot. Well, does it make a difference that I watched it as like an adult? Probably. Probably. I feel like half the charm is like, you're a kid then you see it yeah half the charm is like watching it yeah as a child i think yeah so that was on me i guess the nice fun bit of like she answers her phone and it's like some weird breathing which we find out later is older <laughs> while he's drugged <laughs> she's just like i guess doesn't even check color do phones in that time have color id i think so I don't know. When did caller ID even exist, you know? I don't know. I feel like it existed in 98. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling like, too. Maybe she was just like, I don't know. He's just being really antagonistic. Maybe she did check caller ID and was just, like, over it. Yeah, maybe, maybe like, home phones did, but then, like... She definitely knows his number because there's times where they, like, call each other and they immediately go, like, Mulder, like... Like answers it like what's wrong, Mulder? Like she knows, so I feel like yeah. she knew it was Mulder, and she just chose to <laughs> ignore whatever he's doing. In right her now. storytelling, she was like, "I don't know who this just is." Just <laughs> a call that I d- dropped immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But she sees this guy also ate pizza, and the very f- this is like the funniest part in hers. I think the like funniest part that like Scully herself is because Mulder is hilarious in hers. But her, like, pizza, the pizza guy, Mulder. <laughs> really, like, very it's so exaggerated. Cute. Like, honestly, it's adorable. <laughs> yes. She gets the, the room that. Also, she says, like, this is my room, Mulder. And he has, like, made himself comfortable. He took a shower. I know. Oh, he, like, changed clothes. Himself, like, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Did he bring his stuff over? <laughs> yeah, like, do they just put both their suitcases in one room and then, like, sort it out later? I don't know. <laughs> so many unanswered questions. Did he go to his room, get his stuff, and then take a shower in Scully's room? 
I just want you to like sit down with Vince Gilligan with your list of questions for this episode and just be like, okay, number one. So did they put both of their suitcases in the room whenever they just unloaded their cars and then decided to split the rooms later? Or did Mulder just decide that they were just going to share a room, which is like totally not okay? I, uh, yeah, there was so, only one I bed. So many questions. <laughs> There's only one bed. He's literally channeling his inner AO3 writer. Yeah, it's great. There's only one shaking bed. <laughs> yeah, I want explicit, him to address this explicit. in the next author's note. <laughs> so Scully shows up and she shoots at Ronnie Strickland and he gets away. And I love her like barrel roll that she does. <laughs> mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> she just continues shooting at him like, oh my God. <laughs> also, did no one else at this establishment like become worried <laughs> maybe they were the only people, people in this hotel people in this small town hear gunshots and they're like nah. yeah they're probably like it's Someone's target practicing <laughs> yeah it's like what, what I forgot this is Texas right. <laughs> yeah I was yeah. gonna say it could just be hunting season is that is that dove hunting I think I think so I think it's dove hunting which is a trip the one time I went dove hunting I was like what the fuck is going on here yeah because those people are not looking where they're aiming, like, at all. Like, luckily, they're using, like, really low-caliber bullets, but, like, they're just following a bird that moves quick in the air. Terrifying. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a damn firing line. <laughs> Did the doves fly by? <laughs> that sounds it's terrifying. Nuts. It's, yeah, you know, it, it makes deer hunting look civil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and deer hunting's fine. <laughs> All you do is just fall asleep in a deer stand. Yeah. <laughs> so you just like sit and wait. I yeah, I've been like deer hunting once and I fell asleep and I was a child and mm-hmm. I woke up and we were gonna leave and my dad saw a deer, so he's like, shh. And then I really had to pee. So I had to like piss myself oh waiting my for God. this deer. <laughs> <laughs> my Aww. dad got it, so it's worth it, I guess. <laughs> This is uh, a very anyway. childhood Shelby story. <laughs> I was so tired and like confused and I didn't know what to do. This is why you don't take like seven year olds deer hunting. Oh no, it's fine. It was fun. <laughs> but uh, it's just a weird experience. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, mm, I'm good on hunting. <laughs> Not really <laughs> <Never> my bad. <laughs> and your dad was like, okay, this is my solo activity. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, a, a note that Scully brings that Mulder um, very vehemently disagrees with. She says he started singing the Shaft theme while he was drugged. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I did not. No. It's like. He was like, did like a scandalize, like, no. Yeah, he was so never. scandalized. He's like, no. I'm too no, I would it. never. No, yeah, he absolutely did. That that's why would she lie about that? Exactly. So now it's his turn to tell his side of the story. But also I just want to say there's that great height difference shot mm-hmm. where like he's like, that's not how it happened at all. And why don't you tell the truth? And <laughs> Scully basically has to like crane her neck almost all the way back to like make eye contact folder. <laughs> Incredible. The first fucking thing in his retelling always makes me like yell out loud laughing because it is so funny to me 
when he like very gently puts the plane tickets down and like pats them and he goes hope you packed your cowboy boots <laughs> he's saying it like it he's was- constantly scared she's gonna yell at him yeah. or whatever like like he's the one that's like being abused or something by this mean mean woman and it is like the worst i hate it he like literally thinks scully is like a sundere <laughs> Like some like angry woman that is yelling at him constantly that like <laughs> it's just like, incredible. I don't want to upset you, but um we might have Hope to play to Dallas. Your cowboy po- <laughs> and she's immediately like, Why are we going to Dallas? Fair. She's so real for that. Yeah. That's that's how I feel all the time. Someone's like, We gotta go to Dallas. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. I don't wanna be found I don't wanna be caught dead there. In his great um his very meek way that he does a slideshow, the way he couches his Siri in like several different like I think it's possible that there may be a that man has never spoken that way. He has never spoken he's, that way and he knows it. But he he's the poor wounded man and it's and we're we're just like peeling back Mulder's brain. We're getting a good look right here. Thank you, Vince. <laughs> I hate men. <laughs> like the first thing he does is he's like, "Oh, we got there, and I guess you didn't re- notice that I pointed out how weird it was. They had so many caskets in the small town." <laughs> it's like, no, Mulder, knock it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, quite possibly, the funniest moment in a very funny episode is. When Luke Wilson walks in and he says, Y'all must be the government people. With big buck teeth. <laughs> big fake teeth. And they're also oh like my. nasty. They're like British teeth, you know? Like just <laughs> like never seen a dentist. And can't fit his lips over him. Like, you must be the government people, huh? <laughs> Y'all the must government? be the government people. The government? <laughs> Which, to be fair, I have heard people say government here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> They're yeah. all like 80, but... Yeah, totally. <laughs> the accent is not not wrong. Yeah, okay, my point about the accent that I was going to bring up is that, like, I feel like it's very appropriate for DFW mm-hmm. because it's, like, a lot more, like, traditionally Southern, mm-hmm. which isn't true of, like, a lot of the rest of Texas. Like, right. In West Texas, you're going to have more of yep. a draw, but he says stuff like, uh, he says, wetlands... And, like, you don't get that soft W Mm-mm. in, like, not almost any other part of Texas. Yeah, especially not West, because I'm from West Texas, and mm-hmm. we will draw out our vowels for sure, but, yeah. Yeah, Houston is kind of a mixed bag. It kind of mm-hmm. depends, but, yeah, I, I just thought that was really interesting that he's, like, hamming up the accent, but, like, a very, like, traditionally Southern accent, which I yeah. feel like fits for DFW. Oh, it totally does in East Texas, for sure. Mm-hmm. I always think of this funny moment where... I was on, like, the train, the Amtrak, going from, like, uh, Massachusetts to Maine, mm-hmm. and the conductor is, like, you know, talking to everybody, and there's this couple near me that I can, like, they have a southern accent, but mm-hmm. I know, like, they're from, like, I'm guessing, like, Tennessee, Kentucky, yeah. or something, and <laughs> the conductor's like, oh, what part of Texas are you, are you from? And they're like, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't want to be annoying, but I'd be like, I just want you to know I knew you weren't from Texas. <laughs> I know a Texas accent when I hear one. 
<laughs> That's really funny. I also didn't know they talk like that genuinely in Massachusetts, you know? Oh, I, I, okay. Let me tell you a funny story. So um, in I sixth don't. grade, I I went to, exactly. yeah, you don't. I went to, um, I went to Washington, D.C. with like a school group. And there was this guy from Boston that had a very thick, traditional, like, Boston accent. And he was mm-hmm. like insistent that like a bunch of 12 year olds like say the word y'all for him because he was just like (laughs) amazed that we were from texas and it was this really funny moment of like but no you have the weird accent but no you have the weird accent like spider-man that spider-man meme yeah yeah kind of i escaped it most of my family is actually from rhode island so like you know Mm, yeah we moved up so i escaped the boston accent (laughs) i uh i definitely control my west texas twang like i hold it back a lot if i'm like really tired or i'm really angry or if i've been back home for a week it will come out but like i try really hard to not quite be so drawly yeah like i i talk i have a thicker accent when i talk to my family but oh yeah i feel like a lot of young people like a lot of people i know like my friends like most people don't really have that thick of an accent here Mm -mm. you gotta talk to like older people yeah for sure so, of course, Scully immediately objects, and she's like, the man I just was, like, I kind of had a crush on the first time I saw him actually doesn't have big buck teeth. Scully <laughs> <laughs> so said, no, actually, I have taste. <laughs> and Mulder's telling really hams up. Like, he, he, I, like, this is funny, because I, he could be doing it for jealousy, jealousy reasons, but I also do think Mulder has that like East Coast elitism about him. Oh, absolutely. And he does see us. He is like fully, I fully <laughs> believe he is used to turn flyover country. <laughs> like he does think we're a bunch of yokels. Absolutely. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. real. <laughs> but we get some amazing, Jillian is like pulling it off this episode. Like, she has She's incredible so facial expressions. She really gets to ham it up. I aspire to be how bitchy she is in <laughs> Mulder's like retelling of the events, like constantly. Like that yeah. is that is my goal. She's like openly yawning. Yeah, <laughs> just the eye rolls, like the the like steely glances and glares. Like they're so good. Uh, the um, if there's a point, Mulder, please feel free to come to it. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, she's yawning just completely over his whole thing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so Mulder and her, uh, Sheriff Hotwell go to the cemetery. And <laughs> this is his great. Uh, we used to have swamps, only the EPA made us take to call them wetlands. <laughs> wetlands. <laughs> <laughs> And Mulder's just, like, very insistent the vampire will come to the cemetery. And then, of course, Ronnie Strinkland drives by (laughs) to say hi. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then as he leaves, Mulder's just like, maybe at night, but he will definitely come to (laughs) the (laughs) cemetery. And then Mulder tries to pull a fast one, and he says, oh, we went to the RV park, and then I went back. And she's like, hold on. Mm -hmm. what? You stop this runaway RV. And he's like, 
Okay, apparently it's very hard to shoot out tires. I don't see how hard it is. Like, stand, you know, it's gone in a circle. Just stand there, <laughs> shoot the gun at the tire. Like, what's hard about this? I mean, I don't know. I've never tried before. <laughs> Me neither, but I feel like you can't be, or I don't know, like lay down spikes or something. Like, they're making this way too complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is great. Like, I don't know what his strategy was where he's grabbing on the back of the RV. <laughs> And, like, just getting swung around, and Luke Wilson's character just keeps saying, like, bird knocking. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) And also, this Winnebago is incredible. It feels Mm -hmm. like such a throwback to me. I think it's very 70s, though, right? 70s or 80s? I don't know. It's got a good vibe. But... (laughs) They can't get it stopped, but it does run out of gas, so they find a dead body. <laughs> and <laughs> so so Mulder goes back to the motel and he has such a puppy dog face on. He he's so wounded. He he's a victim. He's a real victim here. <laughs> he is. <laughs> and so he's like, you know, I come back. And I tell you, you got to do an autopsy and then you unload on me. And Scully really does tear him I mean, a new one. And she's it's based. very warranted. Yes. She's like, I haven't eaten since 6 a.m. I just want to eat. I'm tired from doing another autopsy. I just had a bagel with cream cheese and it wasn't even real cream cheese. It was light cream cheese. And she's, it is just I do like it all so for you. good. I do it all for you. I do it all for you. Based. Just. I believe Scully actually went off on him like that. Like, I hope she did. I he hope does so deserve too. It. He deserves it. <laughs> Especially with what he pays the pizza boy. Oh, I was just going to say, Robbie I was Strickland. just about to bring that up. Two cents is the tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He tipped mm-hmm. him two cents. So what the hell? And this is his point of view. He could have lied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's He's what I was thinking a- too. He could have lied and said he paid him $15 or whatever. But no, he paid him 13 on a $12.98 tab. Like, what the hell? So he is so up. not embarrassed of how bad of a tipper he is, which is... Huge character like, flaw. Like, this this is, like, flag. canonically... Like, he is not... He has been a shit tipper in at least three episodes, <laughs> by my count. Jose Chung's from Outer Space, this episode, and then that one with that weird title in season 11. <laughs> <laughs> That one. Blacked it's it like out. hashed. It's like a uh, R-X-E. Oh, God. It's, it's oh, like, yeah. It's like wow. tech. It's like meant to look like tech hashed value or something. Anyway. <laughs> so he does deserve to get drugged, oh, in yeah. my opinion. He doesn't get deserve to get murdered for giving a two-cent tip, but Just he does drugs. deserve to get drugged. Just, like, shock him into giving a better tip. <laughs> it's just going to make him a Drug him and steal his wallet. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's just lounging. He's taking a shower because he's changed clothes and he's not as dirty. In eating Scully's this pizza room. with the magic fingers. I love how that's in. a common thread. Scully's <laughs> <laughs> room still eating her pizza in her room <laughs> on her bed. Used her shower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're keeping receipts, buddy. And I love how it's like. Okay, so yeah, I ate your pizza. <laughs> so sue him. <laughs> uh, but he realizes that his shoes have been untied. 
from <laughs> where he set them. So he puts together that Ronnie Strickland's the vampire. It's too late for him because he has been drugged by this point. <laughs> <laughs> and he does manage to throw some of his sunflower seeds. So Ronnie has to pick them up. In the very great <laughs> Ronnie's like, oh, come on, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you just let me kill you? Based, I don't know. I'm on Ron, Ronnie Strickland's side. You do not, in fact, gotta hand it to him. <laughs> so, according to Mulder, when Scully shows up, she puts two shots right into his chest, completely unfazes him, launches at her like a spider monkey. <laughs> Which Scully doesn't remember. <laughs> I think, yeah, and I think, she wasn't drugged at the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it together enough to break the leg off a chair to make the stake and then stake the, the kid, the poor kid. <laughs> but the coroner takes the stake out. And so Ronnie is back among the living or unliving according to him i don't know i just i really love the part where like you see a white sheet and there's very obviously like a stake sticking up out of ronnie's chest and the coroner looks back at the sheet and goes cause of death hmm that's a tough one and then just like takes the stake out and like turns around to go like you know weigh it or put it in wouldn't that have been taken out prior to yeah and then you just see ronnie like sit up so good it was great directing, great directing. Oh, yeah. A plus scene. <laughs> the, great, the great scene of Mulder and Scully sitting outside Skinner's office, and she's, like, trying to fix his tie, and he's, like, <laughs> he's pushing her away. her away. Like a child. She's, like, just she's keep reminding him that you were drugged. <laughs> and he's, like, just shut up. Just knock it off. Will you stop? <laughs> They're fighting, like, siblings right now. Yes, yes. She's like, just remember to tell dad you were drugged. And he's like, stop fixing my tie. <laughs> also, Skinner's uh, secretary here is Arlene Warren. And she and Mitch Pelagi, who plays Skinner, got married Aww. in 97. Cute. And they met on the set because she is Scully's stand-in. Oh, uh, she's Jillian's stand-in. Yes, I didn't. So know I thought, that. Was, and then it's funny. Yeah, it's funny because they she, they just like cast her to be his secretary. <laughs> she's already there. <laughs> so I thought that was really cute. And then, luckily, uh, when Skinner comes out, Mulder, of course, it really says, "I was drunk. after telling her to not say stop it." <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, well, you know, it's a a defense is a defense. <laughs> And and Skinner's just like, no, Ronnie is uh, his body's missing, and the coroner was attacked, but his throat was just kind of gnawed on because <laughs> yeah, Ronnie like didn't like have his fangs anymore. Throat was gnawed on. <laughs> <laughs> just the visual of that. I know. Yeah, like, like not on. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, like, and what does Ronnie do? Just, like, flee when he realizes he can't attack him? <laughs> Is the corner so shocked he passes out? Like, right. <laughs> so they go back to um, Cheney. They're back at the cemetery. And so Ronnie is probably a vampire, right? Like, mm -hmm. at, at this moment, he obviously is. 
but <laughs> but they're both kind of right. Like <laughs> he is a vampire, but he's also play acting a vampire. Mm-hmm. And Sheriff Hartwell shows up, and they're very they're Mulder and Scully's silent conversation they have about his buck teeth or lack thereof (laughs) (laughs) where she's just like pointing at her teeth and he just Mm -hmm. like (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) so good it was so funny but Mulder decides to play matchmaker and so he's like Sheriff why don't you stay with Scully in this weird cemetery what is she gonna do fuck him in a cemetery I know okay I say that, and then I remember the fact that there is a line in, like, season one about, like, Mulder fucking on Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's grave, so maybe that does <laughs> Maybe that's where he thinks that the kind of shit should happen. What is wrong with this man? So much. Too much. Scientists can't quantify how much is wrong with this man. <laughs> he, this man would break Freud, you know? He would. Yeah. <laughs> He'd make Freud cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Sheriff Hartwell has a, a cowboy boot mug, which I must have. It's very yeah, cute. Very good mug. I want one. But we find out the sheriff is also a vampire and that this whole community is a vampire and they were just trying to like pay taxes and chill and vibe and this stupid ass kid is ruining the whole vibe for everybody i love how like sheriff Hartwell's just like yeah you know ronnie just doesn't get it he doesn't understand being like low-key like we're good neighbors <laughs> we pay taxes slow-key vampires yeah just you know low-key except for this yeah. one kid scully is drugged and she does see the green eyes of the vampire she she is going to like put that in the back of her mind. She's like, vampires don't exist, Mulder. She's like, you literally saw a vampire. <laughs> they don't exist, Mulder. Because they don't exist. <laughs> so Mulder's at the RV park, which I had a note about the RV park. Um, hold on. So this Rolling Acres RV park is a is um there's the abandoned sawmill that was in use in Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. The season four finale, uh, it had burned to the ground, so leaving a bunch of ex- gray concrete slabs, which they used to see RV park in this episode. Mm-hmm. But Ronnie is just like vibing. Is it's it's weird though because Ronnie is asleep at night. I thought that was the opposite of what vampires did, but he is listening to his Walkman in his casket in his RV. <laughs> And Mulder goes to <laughs> contain Ronnie. And so he jumps on the casket and he's riding it like a mechanical bull <laughs> <laughs> as Ronnie's trying to get out. But then everybody else descends on him because this is a town of vampires. And right. Mulder tries to defend himself with garlic breadsticks from the pizza place Ronnie works at. <laughs> he fails. And they. Yeah attack him but they don't want to kill him they're just like leave us leave us be man just leave us alone yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so we finally see it's daylight and we see Mulder's feet sticking out of the window (laughs) (laughs) of their rental car with his shoes untied (laughs) and Scully walks up she's got the sheriff's coat on (laughs) (laughs) I love it (laughs) 
And when Boulder like goes to check his neck for bites and he like accidentally sets up the car horn. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. So they recount all of this to the skitter and he's like, okay, <laughs> is that what happens? And they're both like, I can neither confirm nor deny like the other person's account, but it's essentially what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's the episode. So now we have our segments. We have the vaunted Agent Mulder. Shut up, Mulder. Damn it, Mulder! Mulder! Mulder rating. <laughs> so... I consider doing, like, two different ratings for him because, like, mm-hmm. he is... Two different versions of himself. Yeah, so I, I split the difference. I averaged them. So Scully's telling... He's, like, an 8.5. Like, he's annoying, but, like... Mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't rise to anything spectacular, you know? Right. It's, like, a... Yeah. Anyway. And then his telling, I think it's funny, and it's, like, a 4. So split the difference, round up a little, 6.5. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Laura. Okay, so it's funny. We kind of have like the opposite logic here. It's like, I agree he's less annoying in Scully's take because it's more true to, I think, how he actually is. Uh, but because he is so annoying in his own take and I just have like no patience for the like wounded man, um, I'm giving a 10, but like a 10 in a fun way. It's like not a bad 10. <laughs> it's like a 10 because it's fun, but still a 10. And like, I mean, that okay. man tipped two cents. I can't give him anything less than a ten. Yeah, I get that. I yeah, <laughs> I could fix him though. Like, I could make him a good tipper. I think. Oh my god! I really could fix him. <laughs> <laughs> Scully couldn't do it, but I There's could. There's no I'm built saving different. that man, Shelby. There's no saving him. <laughs> Okay, Tori. Okay, I'm going to go eight because, you know, he is very funny, very silly, goofy. So that mm-hmm. raises it. But then he gets docked for the tipping and for just how he views right. himself in his own point of view. <laughs> it's, it's awful. So it's the worst. <laughs> it's just like he was doomed uh, from there for me. It's like there's no <laughs> absolution. No. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> And next we have... So uh, this must be the enigmatic Agent Scully. The sassiest Scully moment. Laura. Yeah, I mean, this episode was great. I think, you know, you could go so many different ways. Like, do you go a sassy moment from, like, her telling? (laughs) Or do you do a sassy moment from, like, she's so sassy in in Mulder's telling, but, like, is also based, in my opinion. Um, I just got to give it to, um, whenever she just like laid into him, whenever he asked her to do a second autopsy after having to do another one and she only had half a bagel with light cream cheese at 6am and she just wanted a pizza with pepperoni and peppers and mushrooms because it sounded really good. (laughs) I got to give it to that. It's just very, very real, very based. Yeah. Just, he deserves it. It's, it's amazing. It's. Mm -hmm. So good. Tori. Okay, I'm going to go with the line where she says that the dead guy is arguably having a worse time in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Perfect line. No notes. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing choice. Mm -hmm. 
Mine was I like it's it's tough because she has so many great facial expressions, right? But that's kind of hard to encapsulate on like an audio medium, right? Mm-hmm. So that's sort of like my runner up is like all of her like eye rolls and her head nods and everything. Yeah, but mine definitely is in Mulder's retelling because I fully believe that she said this, not in the exact way he recounts it, but she fully said this. Of uh, if there's a point, Mulder, please feel free to come to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. That, that's real. That's that's a real thing she said. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and then we have. Welcome. You've got mail. Our 90th moment. Tori. I don't know. I'm going to go with Scully not <laughs> knowing that Mulder's on the phone, which is like, I don't know if it's a 90s <laughs> moment or Scully just ignoring that it was Mulder. Yeah, right. We did forget to mention that in Mulder's retelling, he calls her, she calls him a creep. Yeah. Uh, before hanging up. Based. Um, she's so real for that. Yeah. <laughs> Just heavy breathing. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hang up. Laura. Um, I'm going to give it to the casting of like Luke Wilson and Ham from the Sandlot. To me, these are just like, I mean, it's young Luke Wilson, just very like 90, you know, like late 90s, early 2000s vibes for me. And then also just having Ham from the Sandlot. I feel like he's so well known for his role in the Sandlot. And this is only like five years after that movie came out. So it's like everyone I think would immediately recognize him because like he still looks like exactly the same just like bigger like his curly red hair and like all of his freckles like to me that just like really puts it in the 90s 90s for me yeah i agree mine is i had two because i think my first one like isn't actually 90s but it's 90s to me personally Mm -hmm. and it's the the winnebago the winnebago which i don't think is actually from the 90s but I had a toy Winnebago that looked almost identical to that where you like put Barbies in. Yeah. That I think I inherited from my mom, like mm-hmm. when she was a kid. And so like I played with that Winnebago <laughs> as like a kid. So my other one that is actually more 90s is the little pizza table, the plastic pizza table, because they don't put those in the pizzas anymore. They and do. I don't know why. I, yeah, I'm like, yeah, where, no. what happened to these? I guess that's true. I guess. I guess the pizza is just less greasy now. I don't know. Or there's not as much cheese. They're they're skimping on the cheese. (laughs) Yeah, or their drivers are not driving like crazy. The bed, too. Is that a 90s thing? I've never seen it before, but... (laughs) Yeah, the yeah, like that- the I would say I would definitely throw in the vibe the vibrating massaging bed in there because I've never come across <laughs> one IRL in my entire life. But I feel like they had to have existed because they're so prevalent yeah. in like nineties and earlier media. Yeah, like I, my take was like maybe it's archaic for the nineties. I think you know, it like is it's a small but- town has like this vibrating bed for some reason. But you're right, like, there's stuff like that that, like, exists in the 90s that doesn't even exist today, you know? Yeah. First of all, like, I don't know if there are any, like, <laughs> every time I see, like, a small town motel, yeah. it's out of business. You yeah. Know? Like. I feel like, I mean, right now, like, post-2020 is definitely, like, different, you know? Like, yeah. tourism suffered a lot. Mm-hmm. I just searched motel vibrating bed and magic fingers is the first thing I got. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a known thing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I feel like it's definitely, I don't know, it's got like 70s vibes to me. Yeah, it says six, invented in the 60s. That that tracks, there you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was the episode. Absolutely iconic, incredibly mm-hmm. funny. Maybe the funniest episode of The X-Files. I think so. <laughs> and it was funny because like, I remember looking this up and I was like shocked it wasn't nominated for anything. But then I thought about it more and I was like, well, they can't really nominate it for best drama. It's not a drama. Like, obviously, right. The X Files is a drama. <laughs> this is the year that Jillian. Like, did Jillian win for season four or five? Four. 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 Yeah. Okay, four. And then proceeded to like not get any more wins. <laughs> they said enough. They is said five. Like when they went ER. like downhill for them. Season five. Well, I think it was still really popular because the movie comes out at the end of season five, mm-hmm. and I still think the show is good. Um. I think it's good yeah. until, like, seven. I agree. Se- seven is kind of, like, hit or miss. Like, there are good episodes of seven. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, I think it was, like, hugely popular, but it was, like, critically really popular in, like, season three and four, I think. Yeah. So, I think this is... It's interesting to view this episode as kind of, like, a companion piece to Jose Chung's because... Mm-hmm. They're both about, like, telling stories from differing perspectives that offer different uh, notes, except that, like, in Bad Blood, like, the beats are pretty much the same. It's just, like, the characterization that's different, which I think is an interesting way to play with the style. Because instead of saying something, like, trying to make some big point about, like, what is objective truth? Does it even exist? Um, can, Can we know what really happened in any thing. It's just more like, how do Mulder and Scully see each other? How do they see themselves? And just kind of playing with that and playing with the audience's perspective of Mulder and Scully as characters, seeing as this is, we're in season five of this, like, 22 episode to season show. <laughs> so I I absolutely adore this episode. I think it's incredible. Um, I love watching it. It genuinely makes me just howl with laughter. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have anything? Um, not really. I mean, you really summed it up there for me too. Like, it's it, it is a fun premise. It's fun. It's like well executed. Like, I think um, what it does, it does well. It's just yeah, it's just a blast to me. It's one of my by far one of my favorite episodes of the X Files. I tend to prefer the like funnier monster of the weeks anyway. Um, so this just really kind of plays into all the things I like. Yeah, probably my most rewatched episode. If I go back yeah. and put on a random <laughs> one, it would probably be this one first. It's yeah, so yeah. It's not for me, but I fully get it. Like sometimes I just want to rewatch Bad Blood, you know? <laughs> yeah. I hope if you didn't like this, I don't know what's wrong with you. To be honest, not to throw shade at anyone <laughs> who didn't like this episode, but like this is a banger. Like. Mm-hmm. It is well paced too. Like that's the thing. Every time I rewatch it, I'm just like, like Act One, Act Two, Act Three. Like really, just goes by really quickly. You know, like there yeah. aren't really what I like to call phone breaks, where like there's nothing happening. And I, I check my phone. It's like right. when when Mulder and Lucius Harwell are t- talking in the cemetery. That's like the only time where I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen this already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everything else is like you gotta watch because like they're it's hilarious like acting and and lines or delivery and everything so you you want to plug your uh twitter which if you were listening you haven't followed tori by now i don't know what's wrong with you <laughs> i tweet very interesting things i'm watching the west wing right now 
Get into yeah, it. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying your West Wing tweets. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I also love Josh Donna. So. Oh, yes. Yes, so much. That's so good. It's to so know good. I have to wait is truly... I can't. When I found out when they, <laughs> <laughs> this has to be a joke. This is You're like, like, wow, they really slow burn it, huh? This is Mulder and Scully levels of this. Yes. Like, what? Even oh, they kiss Long, long, long overdue. I think they kiss after because it's. Oh. I can't remember what Josh Shana kissed, but I know this. There's only seven seasons of The West yeah. Wing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I literally did. I'm pretty sure I watched The West Wing only because Alan Alda's in it, and he's only in like the last two seasons or something. That's hilarious, Shelby. I didn't know that's why you watched I it. I just found out that he's in it. I was like, this is the best day of my life. I found out Alan Alda was in The West Wing yesterday. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I fucking love that man. Me I'm, too. Like, I'm obsessed with My so friend will like text me anytime she sees anything. She's like, here's your guy. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Alan Alda is such a like, precious he, human being. Like, he's, he's such so a sweet. sweetie pie. I would love to meet him, but of course he's like old, so if he doesn't want to, you know, do stuff, I, I fully understand. Like right. give him COVID or something, it'd be awful. Yeah. I can't have that on me. No. Yeah, like a couple months ago, he tweeted, uh, it was like him and Mike Farrell hung out for like the 50th anniversary of MASH uh, premiering, which is funny because Mike Farrell wasn't in it when it premiered. But it was so cute. I was like, my God. Like elderly boyfriends. <laughs> Hawkeye BJ forever. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I need to rewatch Trash it. desperately. <laughs> They're boyfriends. Me too. They are boyfriends. It's it's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, we are Condensed Truth on Twitter. If you'd like to email us, we are Condensed Truth Pod at gmail.com. Uh, this episode is supposed to come out on Thanksgiving. I will probably not put it out on Thanksgiving, so. Maybe it comes out Saturday or Sunday or something. I don't know. I have been really struggling editing these recently, <laughs> but I've been very busy and now yeah. I'm less busy. So um, I don't know how I managed to put out all the episodes mostly on time during the World Series. I don't know either. <laughs> uh, but uh, next time we're going to be talking season five, episode 13 and 14, Patient X and the Red and the Black. And I think this is going to be our last, like, really traditional myth arc that we watch, because I don't really care past this. And <laughs> Laura Fisbo, she's like, finally. I don't even know what they are. I was like, oh, right. Those. I don't think these ones are just, notable just, other than, like, it's they have some, like, really cute Mulder and Scully scenes, and that's the only thing that keeps me going in some of mythology. Yeah, I mean, I am there for the cute Mulder and Scully scenes. I have a really hard time with Chris Carter. <laughs> Yeah, there's like, there's some good Shut stuff down. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's funny because I, I feel like a centric, uh, I'm a Chris Carter centrist, you know, I see both mm-hmm. sides. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a hater through and through. He does mostly annoy me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I have said some very bad things about him, as Laura can. Um, oh, yeah. Me, I think I called you at the end of the, like the last episode of the show ever. Mm-hmm. And I was complaining about it. Yeah. Fucking sucked. Yeah, you Maybe were like one of the worst episodes of TV I've ever seen. <laughs> you were like, you were like, I need to talk to someone, and I was like, sure, I don't care <laughs> about spoilers or anything. So I was probably drunk too, and oh, I was you just were. like yelling, yeah. like, why did he do this? Uh, yep. <laughs> he de- he deserved Truly that. Truly terrible. <laughs> Chris Carter is not seeing heaven. I don't know why they let him write mythology for the revival. You know, if they just wanted to see like old Mulder and Scully, like 
chilling and hanging out. Like, yeah, that lo- that rules. But yeah, why did we need to continue the mythology? <laughs> no one, li- literally, no one asked for this. But it's probably gonna be our last one. There might be some odds and ends, but yeah. for the most part, we're not gonna care about aliens past this. <laughs> <laughs> aliens? Who are those? What? Anyway, but I'm excited to talk about these ones because. These are ones like I had written off, but then in my most recent rewatch, I was like, I think these episodes are good. Like they're yeah. kind of weird, but hey, I dig let's them. Let's get into it. So Laura will hate them, but <laughs> you know, it is what it is. That's okay. I'll Google them after this. <laughs> I don't remember them. So yeah, uh, that's about it. I don't really know what our holiday schedule is going to look like. The episodes will come out when they come out. You know? Exactly. I'm going to try and be on the schedule, but it is what it is. Uh, my 30th birthday is coming up, so, you know, some of us have shit to do. Yep. Thank you so much to Tori for coming on. Love to have you on. Love to have you on for, like, a not funny one for once, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I've only done... Unless you like doing the funny ones. No, I will do anything. As okay. long as okay. it's not yeah. mythology. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> Don't I only subject Laura to, to those. <laughs> That's my special treat. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you to Tori for coming on. Thank y'all for continuing to listen. I haven't said that in a while, yeah. but it's nice to do these and someone listens, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, everyone have a nice Thanksgiving, even though it'll probably pass by then. But, you know. Hope you had a Retroactively, nice I hope you had a nice yeah, I hope y'all on this call have a nice Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll try. Uh, anyway, yeah, everyone have a nice week. Uh, or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I'm ending it. Bye. 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 <laughs>